Hello, I'm Ifat. And this is Julia. And this is the Traversing Talk Show. Welcome guys to our second episode. Today's episode is very, very special. We have Julia, of course. Hi guys, I, st- I hope you still remember me, uh, but I'm very excited about today's episode. Yes, Julia, they obviously remember you, but we also have a very, very special guest today. We have Ariana from Greece. Ariana, can you introduce yourself for the listeners? Hi guys, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So I'm Ariana, I'm half Greek, half Spanish, and I live in Greece. So yeah, uh, what else? I'm 14 years old and I love to dance and surf. Wow, that's so cool. That's such a cool hobby. I've never met a surfer, honestly. Yeah, I don't know anyone who surfs. That's so cool. (laughs) Thank you. So yeah. Okay, and thank you for your introduction, Ari. Um, and we're gonna start as always with an icebreaker question. Um, and our icebreaker question today is really interesting. It is what's your favorite? What's your favorite Greek god? And I feel like Ari should start. Like you should start. You're the Greek person in the room. So what's your favorite Greek god? So I guess if I have to pick one, I would pick uh, Athena. Athena, the goddess of wisdom. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, also I live in Athens and she's the one that gave uh, the name to my city. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And also I think she's a really important figure because she's like a female and uh, she she has a lot of power, especially in Greek mythology and in Greek history before. Yeah, that's interesting because like I was always, I was also, I was also, I don't know if I interrupted you, I'm sorry, but like I was also going to to choose Athens because she's the god of wisdom and like I love wisdom, I love knowledge, but uh, she's also the the Gora, the the the, the goddess of war, right? Like I don't like war, so I said, yeah, so and also I watched a video and she, she did something bad to Medusa. Yeah. And we're also gonna talk about that today. And so because of that, I said like, no, I'm not gonna yeah. choose Athens. I'm gonna choose Herms. Yeah. Herms, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but he's the god of translators. He's the god of language, boundaries, travel, trade, communication, writing. So like, he's, you know, he's my god uh, because of all of that. Actually, uh, because, um because I like I read the question and I was I had the same dilemma but like Athena she's the goddess of war but like she's also like the god uh, I don't know if you know the story of Odysseus the Odyssea no, no I just said that yeah. I feel like I've heard about it but I'm so clueless right now so please go ahead Ariana so uh it's okay so like Odysseus he was a warrior in the war of um Okay, it's a long story, but like he's one of the most important uh, persons in the Greek mythology. And uh, what's really important about him is that, like, uh, okay, he won the war and he had a big travel to go to his home, Itaka. There's a poem about it. Well, uh, but the, the important thing is that uh, he, like, he passes all his challenges because of his intelligence. And uh, the goddess that protects him is Athena, and she's also the goddess of intelligence. And that's why I chose I chose her also because 
think she also has this feminist yeah. personality, which is important for that time, especially where women did not have. Yeah, that is something that always intrigues me. Like, how come they have like Greek uh, female gods? Like, that's interesting because we're not used to that, right? Exactly. Um, and what about you? Nikki? What's your favorite Greek god? Okay, so whatever I'm gonna say now is totally based off the knowledge that I've gathered from reading Percy Jackson. If you guys know about it, I mean, I know there's a lot of Percy Jackson fans out there. So. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I, yeah. knew it. I mean, I love Percy Jackson. I've been reading it forever and I still read it, even though like I'm so old now. Um, yeah, so my favorite great god uh, would be Artemis. Um, like my reason is very, con yeah, my reason is very conflicted even to myself. Um, so like the main reason why I chose her is because like she stands out the most to me and you know, and like even in that time, like we're talking about feminism in Greek times, right? So even in that time, I feel like she's one of the most feminist gods ever because you know, the things that she's done from what I've learned by reading Percy Jackson and yeah so I totally adore her and how you know supportive she is and I, I'm talking about her like I know her which is so which is so <laughs> weird but yeah I, I chose I chose Artemis. I love I love that you chose her like I'm gonna search more about her because I don't know much about her to be honest uh, but yeah I love this uh, icebreaker question um and i just also wanted to do a uh, make a comment on how like i i didn't like uh when i was young i didn't like greek mythology i don't know why i just didn't like it um but now i'm so interested about greek greek gods and mythology greek mythology and there's one thing that stands out for me in, in greek mythology which is that um it's for greeks um they their gods they had human traits so they were empty, they were cruel, they were um, they were lovely, but they're also they were passionate. Like they had human characteristics, and that's so interesting because uh, Brazil's biggest religion, Brazil's most um, not important religion, yeah, like biggest religion is Christianism, and in Catholicism you have this God which is everywhere. He's everywhere every time. Uh, he knows everything. He he yeah like you know and i don't i don't know i feel like i like more the idea of greek gods because they they have they're like us uh and also it's so interesting to me to watch to 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 read the stories of them of those greek gods because to me it looks like a mix of game of thrones with with uh mexican tv shows like that's in this mix is just so amazing yeah, like a lot of relatives that kill each other, they hate each other, but they also sleep with each other. You know, that to me is interesting. So I like the. <laughs> oh my God, Julia, that was such an accurate yet weird comparison. Yeah, yeah. It's like watching a yeah, TV exactly. series. That is what. Yeah, I know, that is right? why I'm interested in Greek yeah. mythology right now. You know. That, that was such an interesting comparison and since you know we're on it i'd also like to bring up one thing so um if you guys have listened to our first episode you know that i'm from india and you know uh being in india i know a little bit about hindu mythology right so i just wanted to just for a quick second wanted to talk about how similar hindu and greek mythology is do you guys know anything about hindu mythology no i know nothing i know nothing this is why i'm so interested no, about what you're going to say now i want to know what you're going to say yeah 
Yeah, th- th- I just want to talk about one little comparison that you know, um, just is the most similar thing for me about both the mythologies is you know the gods, like the kings of both the god worlds, Zeus and Indra. So both of them are gods of lightning, and you know they're very powerful. And I also find that their uh, weapons, the weapons that they use, are also very similar, and their entire characteristics. It's very. You guys have to read more about it. I'm gonna send you some links where you can, you know, find more about it. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. talk for longer because I just, I just want you, I want all of you listeners to know how similar Hindu mythology and Greek mythology are. So just research more about it and. Tell us on the comments of our Instagram post what you find similar about both of these mythologies. Yeah, yeah, I like this idea. I love that. And now I think we're gonna we can skip to um, the conversation because this was only the icebreaker question. Uh, and whenever we think about Greece, we think about ancient Greece and we think about Greek mythology and Greek history, all of that. But it's so like we don't think about how Greece is today. So I'm interested about that area. I'm interested about like the connections between the past Greek in the past and Greek today, and how this how how do you think that this Greek past is present in today's Greece? And also you could talk about how you think that um, being born in Greece, more specifically like living in Athens, how does that shape and influence you? Because I feel like. Uh, that might have had some influence, right? Okay, yeah, it's a really good question. That's such a good question. So, um, <laughs> like, the truth is, like, in Greece, uh, okay, uh, Greece has a very rich history with democracy, next, and there's yeah. the Acropolis, and like, uh, Gr- the Gr- in general, Greek as a population, we're really proud of our history, let's just say, but uh, like, Personally, I believe that sometimes we can be a bit stuck on our history. Like we think a lot of what the what happened in ancient Greece and what we did back then, and not so much so much how we are today and what can we do to like make make. That is so interesting. That is so interesting. Thank you. No, I, I just wanted to ask since you said you know you uh, like the people are people are so much into the past victories. So in school. Uh, like in my first semester, I learned about the Greek War of Independence. So, does that have to do anything with you know the society that you live in today? Uh, the Greek War of Independence uh, in here. Uh, wait, I don't know how to say it in English. Uh, sorry, because I didn't hear you very well. The War of Independence. <laughs> it's okay. No, I just so like the Great War of Independence. So is that one of the reasons why you think people are stuck up in the past because they feel like you know that was such a great, great victory? So do you yeah. think that is one of the reasons why they're so much? So uh, like because in Greece uh, there was like before the Great War of Independence there was also the Byzantine Empire, which is really important also, and then there was the Ottoman Empire and then the Great War of Independence. So like. Uh, I don't know, like in here in Greece, uh, there's still this anger between uh, the Turkish population and the Greek population. Yeah, there's this conflict still, and uh, which I never quite understood, to be honest. Is <laughs> uh, Yeah. No, sorry. Go ahead, please go ahead. No, go ahead, no. please. Go ahead. 
no, since you mentioned the mentioned about the Turkish Turkish population, I just wanted to ask, like, what do you think the Turkish population is like a minority right now? A minority? Uh, no, ah, in Greece, uh, there is a minority. Uh, I don't know where. I don't know mm-hmm. where exactly, sorry, but there is a, a minority in uh, Greece, but no, not in general. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Please go ahead. It's, I, I did, no, no, I meant that in general, as uh, because of our path uh, of the yeah, past, mm-hmm. uh, there is this conflict still because uh, between Greece and uh, Turkey. But yeah. yeah, that makes sense because you know from what I read about the Greek War of Independence, that's where it started, right? Yeah. So, and I'm feeling so dumb right now because I have no idea about the war of independence was. Um, but it's okay because like I'm studying Greece uh, at school right now and I'm in, in ancient Greece. I'm going to get to the independence part in the future. So I'm feeling really dumb right now. <laughs> but I promise I'm going to be about that. <laughs> no, Julia. Yeah. If anything, you're the smartest one here. So please don't say that. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, but like I also I feel like we I, I mean, I would like to to uh, know if you have like thoughts on that, that question I asked you about how being born in Greece or Athens, uh, yeah. how that shaped you in Greece. Uh, sorry, I didn't yeah. know how to answer that. Uh, so I guess, okay, here in Greece, like, uh, like being born here, you have around uh, the Acropolis. I don't know if you've yeah, seen yeah. it. Uh, yeah. So it's, and you have the Pnicks and like, you know, the history and everything. So you're born in this atmospheric sphere of community, you know, and like in general, Greece, uh, if you come here, it's a really sunny place yeah. and there's the bridge, the mountains. So I guess how it influenced me, I'd say um, it has given me this because also my village is Olympia. It's where the Olympic Games start, started. So I guess I've always known about this idea so, of democracy community that belief. is so cool i really like your answer and like me coming from Salvador, which was brazil's first city capital i feel yeah. like my city influenced me a lot uh on how i think and we're gonna explore that in uh next in a in um a future ep- episode um but i it's just so interesting to be born in such a his- in a historical city because you realize that everything you know we're just uh, like something really little exactly. in history, you know, like there's there, there were so many things that happened before you and they were so important to shape how society is today and how like the, the environment around you is now. So that's that is interesting. And also it's really interesting, like you can see how everything is connected, not only history, but like countries in general. Like, yeah, yeah. All living in world. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree. That was such a good way to put it. Both of you love. I mean, just hearing that was so enlightening for me. Also, Ariana, I really wanted to know because you know, if you guys haven't caught up yet, I'm a totally Percy Jackson, you know, geek, and I have been reading Percy Jackson books forever. So I just want to know: Do people still believe in like the Greek gods today? You know, in the modern times. So uh, there is a, a no, like no in general no like Greek mythology now is more like a part of our culture uh, something like, you learn it's more like the moral of the story like every like, in Greek mythology it's as you said before like uh, it's really important yeah, because yeah. there were many gods 
it wasn't only one god but also it was that they were giving human attributes so it's more like the mistakes they made and it's more like the moral of the story that has stayed it's more like a part of the culture and less i remember yeah it makes a lot of sense and like that makes me wonder why people stopped believing in greek gods um how did that happen well uh, it's like in other parts of the world too because there was uh, because christianism started and i don't know like it expanded more and yeah. the other uh, religion was lost yeah that is, that is true like uh now we have like yeah. we have a lot of countries that have uh the same religion like for example um islam islam is like the religion the official religion of so many countries uh so yeah that makes sense uh and also just want to do uh, like a comment again like it's related to this but not ex- yeah but it is uh like to me it's so interesting the fact that we look at greek gods now and like we look at them and we're thinking oh my gosh people were so dumb that like they created those those, those greek god those, those gods that look like that like of course not true like they had a god for books a god for uh, for cell phones a god for this for that uh and we look at our god like in brazil people are, are gonna look to um um oh my god, yeah to god and they'll be like they're gonna be like oh he's real he's there he's here with me like i feel like in the future we're gonna look at our god like catholic god and we're gonna look to our history and and think that oh my gosh why did we believe in him like that's so like why did we believe in him you know yeah. like it's just interesting to me that we look at them uh religions from the past and we kind of laugh at them mock them but maybe in the future we're gonna be you know we're gonna be mocked by our religion i don't know sure. i actually think like that's a really good point like how you see it now and how you'll yeah. see it afterwards i actually think that like greek gods not so much the part of the religion but more like the story the fact that they were ge- that they were like humans yeah it it's actually pretty smart if you see it from another point of view because uh, you know like the fact that okay you have a god but at the end of the day he can make mistakes just like yeah, you yeah that is so yeah so, Yeah. This is what I most appreciate so, about just, yeah. This is what I most appreciate about Greek um mythology and that that that's what got me interested in Greek mythology because uh yeah. like it's such a great such, such a great, great like way of seeing gods, I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's more like um I don't know, it's like when you finish a story, don't you feel like that sometimes like you've learned yeah. something that you're part of characters? It's more like something like that, no, that mm-hmm. more like a guide and less like something you Yeah, you can to, relate to know. them basically. Yeah. Um Ari, before we keep going, I just wanted to like do a comment. I just I I'm seeing your brother behind you and he's so cute. He's so little. He's so cute. And I'm just I, I I'm loving seeing him. Uh I know right? Like I've been wanting to say that for like the last like the entire time we've been talking, but I just thought it would be too personal for the podcast, but he's so cute. He's so so cute. If he does something very interesting that you said like um that he talking about this would be too personal um for like our <laughs> recording in this episode um uh, because me as a Brazilian I would never think twice um before saying this like but you you're Indian so for you it's like that's too personal like that's he was not <laughs> supposed to be there and we weren't supposed to see him so like I don't know that's kind of 
you know, um, so that's interesting because that's a cultural difference because I would never think twice. Yeah, it's not like Ariana. It's not like I don't want to. I want to, but I just wouldn't usually. Wait, is Greece like a high Thank context you. culture country? Sorry, Greek a high context culture. Um, do you know what high context context culture means? No, sorry. Easy to explain it because uh, I feel like I'm talking too much. No, you're not. But I would love to explain. <laughs> so, um, what high context and low context is? Basically, we talked about it in our first episode. And for you guys, for the listeners, you're gonna listen about it again because I just can't stop talking about it. Um, <laughs> so, what happens is for high context culture countries like mine, I'm from India, which is a high context culture country. I would just beat around the bush before coming to the point. So, you know, um, if I had to ask you how old is your brother, I would just go, "Hey, Ariana, I noticed that behind you." Your brother is sitting. He's so cute. How like I would just beat around the bush before asking the exact thing, and Julia would do it in a different way. How would you do it, Julia? I would just ask. Like, uh, I see your brother there. He's so cute. How old is he? Like, I would just ask. You know, I wouldn't think about how I should say this. I, I would just say it. Yeah, that's the like context difference. So there's like more context in my culture. So like I just beat around the bush a lot, while Julia would just go on the point without having like a lot of context. So what do you think like Greece Greek culture would be? I think in Greece it will be to the point. <laughs> you would not go. But, uh, I think it's more my Spanish side that would go around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. This, yeah, that is what. Like, Although it's. it's Like Greece is closer to India in general, and Spain is closer to Brazil. But I don't know. Like thinking about it, I would probably see. You no, know, I was going to mention that. Uh, like Latin Brazilians have a culture, a similar culture to other Latin American countries. Um, but we are, if we had to choose, like uh, all the, the people from the south of Europe tend to be closer to um, Latin American culture. For obvious reasons, like Spanish, uh, Spain, and Portuguese, um, Portugal, they colonized us, so it makes sense that you know our cultures are kind of similar. Um, but that is just so interesting to think about, like Italian people, for example. I feel like yeah. their culture is more similar to Brazilian culture than, for example, Indian culture or even like English culture. So yeah, just wanted to mention that. No, I just wanted to say that we are so out of like the main point, but it's so interesting to just talk about our cultures again. Yeah, this is how conversation works, right? Um. <laughs> so since we're out of topic, I also I forgot to mention before while talking about modern Greece that uh, immigration, like immigration, is a big um, thing. Let's say now in Greece, uh, especially with the crisis in Syria, a lot of immigrants have come here, and like Greece is one of the main countries that has like, accepted immigrants. Yeah, and like. Uh, Like there was this crisis in Lesbos in Moria camp, uh, especially because like the situations in the in the camps were really difficult, and because uh, yeah, there's a lot of people and the conditions were quite horrible. But there are also a lot of organization, and there's this really great one which I really like. It's called Home Project. I don't know if you know it. Uh, well, it, it's a really it's okay. So it's um, uh, no, no. so it's an organization. That basically um, helps uh, immigrants, but uh, immigrants, sorry, but children, because uh, they don't have their parents, and like uh, they've created homes and 
uh, it's really good and yeah, actually one of them uh, entered uh, Sciences Po recently. I don't know if you know that university. We talked about it, Julia, last time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah so it's cool. uh, because actually, um, yeah, yeah. like most immigrants come yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, it's it, Greece is like a way of going to other European countries more developed than Greece. So yeah, I just wanted to bring the subject because I thought it was important. Yes, yeah, I get it. Yeah. In like. And that's a very interesting topic and I'm very like, I really like talking about immigration and especially like, immigration in Europe because I know that like, I love studying about democracy and uh, immigration uh, kind of is, um, the, the, we have seen uh, since 2015 the rise of populist politicians and it's all related to the context of immigration and like a lot of people, uh, European people, are like they don't like receiving immigrants they are they are worried about losing their culture uh, so for example the french people that are i'm not gonna generalize but some french people um don't like receiving that much immigrants uh or even like we for example brexit that was this of course okay that it was mostly um it was immigrants from um europe but it's still like immigration yeah. is a hot topic in europe i feel um as a brazilian and so it's interesting to me, the, what I was trying to say is that it's interesting to me to see that Greece people, Greek people are having such a receptive attitude towards immigration because some people don't really enjoy receiving immigrants, but Greek people seem to be okay with it. So what, what, is that related to There's still sometimes this feeling of, you know, this, this thing. Yeah, yeah but actually, like personally, I believe because in Greece, general, uh, it's in general, it's not a very diversified population, let's say. But now, like I've noticed, with more immigrants coming, there's more cultural differences, and that I think it it brings more of a like open-mindedness in the population. Yeah, yeah. I think there's also this positive point. It's really difficult in general, like coming to a foreign country and you don't have a job, you know nothing about so. Yeah. And sometimes you don't speak, even though like they don't speak your language right like yeah. Greek is not an easy language I no, it's assume. not an easy language yeah <laughs> I'm Greek and I cannot write very well in Greek so I get also 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 since we talked about that like I have to ask you about this uh, like your name is Ari uh, Ariana Turis Mira like it's um it's written with the same letters from from Romance languages and English um but like the Greek um, yeah. language, it has its own yeah. letters, right? So like, how how come like how come your name is written in the the in the letters from like Romance languages, but you speak Greek? Like, okay. do you get what I'm trying to ask you? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I get it. Like, okay, so um, I go to a French school also, so uh -huh. yeah, my name is usually written in Latin uh, language. Uh, letters but in oh. Greek uh, so the Greek alphabet uh, resembles also a bit like only with the letters it resembles also a bit to the Russian one if you see it there yeah yeah exactly yeah. but it's uh, like it has a lot like it hasn't changed that much since ancient Greece actually it's one of the few languages that hasn't changed it still has a lot of like there are like five different E's 
right? So yeah, it's, okay. it's oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> that is interesting. And like, um, so you you can write your name both in the Greek alphabet and in the Latin alphabet. Yeah, like Ariana is not a Greek name. It's wait, so you have wait, so you have different names for different. No, no, no. My name is Ariana. It's just uh, like it can be written like your name could be written in Greek too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that in a really different can way. Please send yeah. me, I want to see a photo of like how your name is written in Greek. So please send me. Okay, I'm I'll write it to you now. <laughs> Maybe we could include that in one of our posts. You know. Yeah, because I feel like people are also interested about that. Yeah, yeah, and also like my teacher, he he brought a book. Um, that was it was a bilingual like bilingual um, book so it was written in portuguese and greek and i was just so like i need to learn greek because it's just so pretty the letters and um, actually like in greece um th this is uh, really peculiar because okay like in spain you'd get uh, the surname of your father and your mother so i have both yeah in greece yeah. you get only from your father and um like okay. so i uh, actually um Okay, so I'm gonna be a bit of top topic, but uh, okay. So in Greece, um, you uh, if your father's last name ends with an S, for example, my last name ends Turis. Uh, if you're a girl, uh, the S gets cut, and it's Ariana Turi. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like that. I, I don't know, and it's confusing because then for the Spanish uh, passport, let's say. My name is Ariana Turis with the S and the Spanish name, but in Greek it's Ariana Turi. So it's like that. I don't know. That's that is interesting. That is so interesting. Yeah, I like this. I, I'm. Uh, yeah, that's interesting that you mentioned that. Ah, here is uh, here it is written in Greek. Whoa, that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, she can take a picture of this. Yeah, that works. That totally works. You guys, you're gonna love seeing this. Julia and I are totally in love already. You guys are gonna love seeing this. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, yeah, I love, I love this. I can like, whenever I listen to someone speaking another language, or when I <laughs> see, like, I, I read something. Not read because I can't read, read, but I just see how things are written. I just, I feel like I need to learn more. Yeah, I, I know you feel that because I remember. Uh, totally out of topic again, but I remember when like Ju Julia and I first started talking, yeah. you know, I gave her a tour of my place, right? And then there were like people in the street who would just stop me to talk to me. And then Julia would be like, talk to them. I want to listen to how it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I remember that. And okay. It was it was so good talking about everything culture and you know now that we're on the topic of culture if you guys don't know it already i'm totally obsessed with great mythology and that is why i want to ask this question to you ariana because i really want to know what a greek person would think about this right so how do you think greek people perceive medusa because you know in most scripts and in most texts medusa is like portrayed as a villain but i personally um i mean okay yeah she is kind of villain but i personally think that she's not the only one who should have been punished right so yeah that's what i think but what do you think what would a greek person think about this okay so i'm not gonna be very original because like 
in general like we we see her as a villain yeah okay. like this yeah but i do get this more aesthetic side of her like with the snakes and you know <laughs> chicken yeah. yeah yeah like i i do appreciate the aesthetics too no i was uh, i was going to ask like can any do can any of you briefly explain exact uh, what is Medusa's history because as far as I know I remember she was uh, she was violated she was violated by Poseidon I don't know if that's how you pronounce it um, but Athens uh, punished her because um, yeah he, he, she blamed her and not um, the man which doesn't make sense because she is the victim in the situation and then he, he, she became Medusa with the like a monster you know with the snake and everything So in this situation, she's the victim. But is that the, the, the real story or is that just a version I read online? Okay, I, I, I don't remember the story 100%. Like I, there's a lot, like I haven't read it since a long time, but like I can only tell you like how they, t like how they teach us the story of Medusa is like a villain. Although like I can't see like, uh, like with the story you just told, I would definitely, say she's the victim and not the villain but yeah she's uh, like we're taught about her like a villain or and less like a victim although I no. do love her aesthetic side with the snakes and everything and her story I find. like uh, I have learned the same story that Julia yeah. said as well you know um her and Poseidon like I think Athena caught her and Poseidon in somewhere some place that belonged to Athena and then like instead of punish because she couldn't punish Poseidon she punished Medusa that's what I know as well but I don't know if that's like the real real story but to be honest I don't remember the story very very well so yeah but like if it's based on that story I would say personally yeah. a victim and not a villain mm -hmm. that makes sense that's why That is interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, but also, like that is um, the Greek, the Greek gods. Uh, it's a very important and interesting aspect of Greece. Uh, but I also wanted to ask you about uh, Greek summer because it seems to be like a special um, period of the the year for you. And uh, like you, you're from the south of Europe. Yeah, southern European Europe. Oh my gosh, why can't I pronounce it correctly? Uh, <laughs> And so I think that, you know, summer um, is beaches and all of that is, it's really important for your culture. I don't know. So what do you um, okay, so, about that? Uh, Greek summer. So like, if you haven't come to Greece, I would de definitely advise you to come in summer. Uh, you have to visit the Greek islands. They're great. This, okay. So uh, like, I don't know if you know, like the most famous islands are Satorini and Mykonos. Yes, of course. They're know. really great. But like I would uh, like if you want to get like the true experience, I would advise you to go to an island such as the Nusa or something less touristic. Although the other ones are great too. And I don't know, like how would I describe Greek summer? What uh, do you usually do? What usually people usually do in the summer in Greece? In Greece, okay, so uh, you're at the beach 24/7. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you basically. And then, okay, there's great food, the tavernas and everything, souvlaki, you have to try souvlaki. Like, you have to come to Greece. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, we're gonna do that. And, 
The Taj Mahal and in uh, like the Greek islands are one of the great places I find most beautiful, and I really want to go there visit those places. Yeah, yeah, it's totally in my bucket list. I'm totally visiting Greece once I have enough money to do that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, this was so fun, but like you know, since we're towards the end of the interview, we're gonna wrap it up quickly. So Ariana, can you like tell us like in a rapid fire round what are like the three values of Greek culture? Three top values of Greek culture. That is such an interesting. Thing. Okay, yeah, that's that's a really good question. Okay, so let's see. Okay, so it's a difficult question because like it's my culture, so I'm I'm trying to see it like from a. Like oh, different sorry, point of view, like, yeah. yeah, from an outsider, yeah. But I guess I'll say, um, like, as a general, as a population, uh, there's philoxenia. It's a Greek word, I guess. In English, it's a welcome, like, there's a really welcome, welcome culture. Yeah. And um, also, our family values are really important in Greece. Like, there's a strong sense of family. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, in general. Uh, maybe like Greece is not one of the most European developed countries, but like uh, the living standards here are really, really good in general. Like maybe not so much economically, but uh-huh. like in general, like you have the sea, the mountains, everything. I-, I don't know like how to describe it, but it's a really chill environment. Yeah, it must be really yeah. yeah. It must be really, it's really good to live in Greece, you know. In- like having having exactly. the environment, like all of those beautiful places around you and welcoming people, you know, it's like maybe if you should consider moving to Greece. Yeah, I've been thinking about it the entire time we're talking. We should do that. We should totally do that. And you guys, that brings us to the end of the interview. Thank you so much, Ariana, for joining me and Julia today. It was so fun talking to you. The things I learned today are invaluable. I could, I mean, I just can't believe how quickly time passed. It was so fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have to agree. Like, it was amazing. I had a lot of fun. I'm sure that people loved this episode too. I hope they watch it, they listen to it, the, the whole thing. Um, and so thank you so much, Ari, for coming and uh yeah thank you for having me i really had a great time bye yeah and so guys this is it for today's episode um and yeah just stay tuned for the next episodes yeah and we are available on spotify and google podcast and anchor if you want to know and be sure to follow us on instagram as well we will like link our instagram page in the description box And yeah, thank you so much for making it this far. See you next time. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.